The Lord has done great things for us. We are glad. Restore our fortunes, O Lord. In almost the same breath, the psalmist in the psalm we just sang sings out words of praise and then asks God to deliver him from trouble. The Lord has done great things for us. We are glad. Restore our fortunes, O Lord. Why the mixed message? Why the mood swing? What was going on for the psalmist and the children of Israel? Were times good or were they bad for them? This psalm is being prayed at the beginning of a new year. For the psalmist, it was a prayer that God would open a new series of dealings with his people. Rehearsing the blessings of the past, the times which had been filled with laughter and shouts of joy, the psalmist then almost frantically prays, Restore our fortunes, O Lord, or as the Revised Standard Version translates it, Good Lord, deliver us. Everywhere he looked, the psalmist saw in Israel a physical and a spiritual low that was almost unbearable to see. And yet the psalmist knew and believed that it was within the power of God to restore happiness again. Those who sow in tears shall reap with shouts of joy. He who goes out weeping, bearing the seed for sowing, shall come home with shouts of joy. Those words of the psalmist say that he believed that God could revive the life of his people, open up to them a new series of blessings. Yes, God could change all the terrible desolation that he, the psalmist, saw. Lord, restore our fortunes. Good Lord, deliver us. How many times we find ourselves praying something like that? That's my prayer more often than I care to admit. How many times a day are we not confronted with challenges we think are too big for us and find ourselves crying out for help? In fact, if I were to sum up all my prayers in one word, that prayer would simply be the word help. Help, good Lord, deliver me. I pray that from morning to night, each day of my life. This, in fact, has probably been the first prayer and the last prayer on people's lips, lips ever since Adam and Eve brought down on us the curse of sin and death. Yes, from the time that we are old enough to realize how valuable life is, we are plagued and troubled with the grabbing, unshakable fear of losing that treasure. And so we pray, good Lord, deliver us. Yes, when we grow anxious and tense about issues of life and death, when we ask ourselves, when will this life end for us and how? Will life end suddenly without pain or will we have to linger in death? Will death cancel out a moment of happiness or will it come as a welcome relief to some terrible grief? Then it is that I'm led back to the psalmist's prayer. All of us are, restore our fortunes, O Lord. Help us, deliver us. For only after we place our lives in God's care do our fears go away. Only then can we join the psalmist in saying, 
You, Lord, have done great things for us. In you we are glad, in you we find joy. So maybe perhaps instead of help deliver us, our prayer ought to be changed from a cry for deliverance to a prayer of thanksgiving. Because the Lord has indeed done great things for us, is not thankfulness a natural response? The challenge to you and me then is to claim thankfulness as a way of life. Just imagine what would happen in this place if every one of us entered each day or each new experience, even the challenging ones, as times when our mouths are filled with laughter and our tongues with shouts of joy. Do not thankful hearts open up to us the goal of making each breath, each step we take, each word we speak, one of profound thanksgiving for the gifts of life and breath? What then happens, and just when that happens, in you and me, then like the psalmist, our Lord's deliverance will seem almost too good to be true, so good that we think we are dreaming. But we will not be dreaming, for we can truly say that God has helped and delivered us. Lord, restore our fortunes. Good Lord, deliver us. Just as surely as we pray those words, we can have the confidence that God will answer our prayers, no matter what our present burdens, no matter what our fears and challenges may be, be they the stress of classwork or finances or some spiritual struggle going on inside of us. No matter what those struggles are, we can always go back to the one great rescue of God who truly has helped us. And it's because of that rescue at the cross, because of the death of our Lord, that we today can say, Lord, restore us to oneness with you and know that our Lord Jesus Christ will then reply, I have helped, I have delivered you. I have done this by my life, my death, and my resurrection. I love you, I forgive you, and I will keep you until I finish my new creation in heaven. And you and I, there can only be one response. The Lord has done great things for us. We are glad. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.